is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, everybody. Well, before we jump into this topic, I want to celebrate. I want to thank all of you. I want to acknowledge all of you. We are now in 19 countries. This podcast, you know, this was an idea that God put on my heart. And you heard me say that it was like a branding, a tattoo, not a sticky note. And I tried to shake it off and I tried to pretend it wasn't there. And then I decided to just go for it and not having any idea what it would look like, how I could do this, what the outcome would be. I just walked forward, terrified. And clearly a lot of women are excited to talk about being themselves, really being themselves. We're in 19 countries. We have a strong presence in the Middle East. So I want to say welcome, Saudi Arabia. We have listeners now in Saudi Arabia as of yesterday. We're grateful to offer you a seat at our table. So let's chat about judgment. So I was the queen of judgment. So if Judgy McJudgerson and Judge Judy had a baby, that would have been me. I judged everybody. I judged people for being too much for the way they live their lives, for for divorcing, for the way they practice or didn't practice their faith. Now, I didn't say it out loud usually, but it didn't matter. It was there. I was constantly pointing fingers and judging and criticizing. Of course, I realized after years of looking at myself that the reason I was doing that is because I was judging myself. I was absolutely projecting my own insecurities my own fears of not enough, my own story of what if I'm too much, my own story of what if they find out X, Y, or Z about me. And it's so funny because now when I look at people who are judging, I have to be careful that I don't judge them for judging, right? Because it it would be completely hypocritical to stop judging others except for when I'm judging people for judging people. So we're going to chat a little bit about taking this judgment conversation, looking underneath it, and I'm going to give you three ways that I get myself out of judgment and remind myself the truth about judgment. And I hope you take these on. If you're already living this way, congratulations. I still have a long way to go in this department. But I'm really, really proud of the gains that I've made. And when I say I have a long way to go, I really don't find myself judging people often at all. And if I do, 
I quickly realize that it's just me. And I have to ask myself, what is this saying about me? What am I really thinking with regard to me that I'm now projecting onto other people? So people will judge you and I for everything, right? I mean, you're always going to find someone who will judge you for our politics, our lifestyle, who and how we love, parenting, the way we look, whether we can control it or not, our faith, how and if we practice any faith. And if we do, it's usually wrong. (laughs) What about social media, the way we show up in social media? That's an interesting one because we're judging each other on social media, but in a different way because we can get away with it. It's worse. You know, when we look at, let's say, politics, it's a really hot topic right now in the United States. I'm sure everyone in the world realizes that. What I want to say about this is that when it comes to the political climate in the United States of America, it's a very triggering topic. There is so much happening right now with regard to what's called cancel culture, right? And I'm not going to pin this on one side or the other in particular, but let's just chat about that for a minute. If I don't agree with you or if you don't agree with me, cancel, done, mute, muzzle, gone, bye-bye. And and it isn't just a, you know, I'm just going to part ways to protect my energy and I'm, I just don't see eye to eye with this person and I, I just don't want to argue about it. And I just, I really want to choose who I surround myself with. That's healthy. What we're seeing right now in this cancel culture is you are bad. You are wrong. You are really, really bad and really, really wrong. And I'm not just going to cancel you. I'm going to shame you and I'm going to tear you down publicly and make sure everybody knows that they should cancel you as well. Why? I'm not really sure. I think it's because you're wrong. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. You disagree with me. So of course you must be wrong. Am I right? Well, I think so. Yes, yes, I'm positive I'm right. Well, how do you know you're right? Well, because a lot of other people say I'm right and I'm agreeing with them and I'm pretty sure they're right, right? Aren't you guys right? I mean, that's really what I believe is happening and it's just such a shame. So something that's very popular right now is people saying, well, here's the thing. When it comes to politics in the US, I should cancel you because you stand for bad things. Oh, I do? Yes like things that go against my most important values. You know, you stand for racism and homophobia, et cetera. I do? Yes. So I'm canceling you. Well, if I do stand for those things, I guess I could see why you'd cancel me, but are you sure I stand for those things? Yes, I'm positive. And why are you sure? Again, because they told me. Who? Those people. Who are they? The ones who agree with me. Are you sure they're right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're right. Are you right? I don't know. I think I am. I mean, it's it's just a big ball of assumption and judgment. It's all in one big blob, which comes from fear, right? We're afraid of so much, and it's just so comforting to us to judge other people, especially if we can get on our high horse and say, I'm supposed to be judging you. I totally should judge you because you stand for things that are really, really bad. I'm going to make sure people know you do. I'm going to get into the three questions in a minute that will help us get out of this judgmental way of being. But just listen to that and ask yourself, oh shit, am I doing that? You might be. Are you sure? Are you positive that that person stands for bad things? Things that go against humanity, things that don't celebrate diversity and love. Are you positive? Have you really had a conversation with them? 
Have you sought to understand before being understood? Or are you judging them in the way that you accuse them of judging others? Lifestyle. Gosh, we judge people for having too much money and not having enough money. If people have money, they better shut up about it. Because if you're not, then you're not being humble, right? It's it's braggadocious to show a picture of your house unless it's a small home. If you drive an expensive car, you shouldn't talk about it. You shouldn't show it, right? Because that's that's being boastful. We also judge people who don't have a lot because that means they must be lazy. They must be people who aren't willing to work for what they want. We judge parents. Okay, moms do this more to each other probably than anyone. The mom shaming. I mean, I don't really love buzzwords, but man, it's true. We are shaming the hell out of each other. We're supposed to be on the same team. We're supposed to be on the same side. So we're going to do an entire episode on mom guilt and on mom shaming. But when it comes to parenting, how are you certain that you're doing it right and they're doing it wrong? How are you certain? Well, they're beating their child. Okay. I mean, obviously. First of all, are you sure that's what's happening or did you hear it from Sally? Well, Sally told me that Jane's brother told her that, well, I don't know about beating, but she'd spanked him really hard in the park one day. Oh, okay. Do you know anything about that? Or do you know anything about their culture? Do you know anything about... No, no, I don't. I just know that it's really bad. You're right. There's this tunnel vision that comes with judgment. We are so sure when we really aren't sure, but it feels good to say that we're sure. It's all a big distraction. It's a distraction from from our own stuff. What about looks? You know, most people listening to this podcast are women. Let's talk about that. You heard Amy Batuski on our previous episode, episode six, where we were talking about our body, female body. And she had been programmed by society in the United States that the breasts should look a certain way. You know, they shouldn't hang. They should be pushed up. They should be pushed together. You know, we judge women who do that and wear like the push-up bras and 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 get a boob job, let's say. But we're also judging the women who embrace their bodies and have hardly any brush tissue and they are proud of it wearing a bikini. We're judging no matter what. We're judging women who get too, quote, fat, end quote, when they're pregnant. But then we're also judging the women who are so thin when they're pregnant that we're pretty sure they're not eating enough to nourish their baby. You know, when you're a pregnant woman in the United States, it's bad to look too pregnant, right? It's like a contest. How fast can you get back in your jeans? And everyone posts a picture. They're pretending they're posting a picture of their baby. But the truth is, they're excited that they're back in their leggings. Why? Because everyone's judging. There are people out there looking and they have to make sure that people know that they got back into those leggings at a certain point. In fact, faster than every other woman. We are judged and criticized by society for having a job or a career in addition to being a parent, but we're also judged and criticized for choosing not to have children, right? There must be something wrong with her. What's wrong with her? Who would not want children? When it comes to religion, when it comes to faith, oh my gosh, it's it's bad. You know, and I don't want to say that one faith has a corner of the market on this, but in my experience, in my experience, in Christianity, it is rampant. There is so much judgment and condemnation of others, of fellow Christians and of people who are not Christians. 
which what that means is that we are actually going against what our faith is supposed to stand for by judging other people for not being, quote, Christian enough. What about when we talk about Facebook and Instagram? Let's just say that you're never going to get it right. You're always going to be judged by somebody. We're criticizing people for posting too much the way they post, the way they don't. People who are simply just not interested in Facebook. We somehow give ourselves permission to judge people more than we do in, quote, real life. But we think it's okay because it's just on a screen and it's really not okay at all. All right. So when we are judging, and I say we because we all do it. There are some people that do it way more than others. The old me judged all the time, as I said. The new me rarely judges. I am wired as an Enneagram one, and you're going to hear that. And that next episode, we're going to talk about the Enneagram in judgment, but that doesn't mean judgment of people. That's judgment of good, bad, right, wrong. So I can get into that judgmental autopilot very easy. But what I've learned is that when I start to point the finger at other people and judge them, whether it's, I mean, let's just be real here. Okay. We promised in this podcast, we would be real. Don't say you've never done this where you're watching TV and the woman has like way too much makeup on in your opinion. I've done that. Oh my gosh. Why does she do that to herself? It's awful. Look at those eyelashes. Completely judging her. I probably just did it last week. But what you'll start doing that I've been able to get into a habit of is then stopping and going, okay, Joe, what's really behind this? Why are you pointing that out? Now, sometimes it's just... I just think she's such an attractive person without all that stuff on her face. It makes me sad that she's covering herself up and she feels that she needs to do that to be beautiful. I personally think that's okay to feel that way, right? But the old me would have just been judging her because it's different than me. And I also would have made an assumption about who she is, what she thinks, what she believes, and how she lives her life. So for this sort of judgment detox... And there is a great book by Gabby Bernstein. I have not read it. I have the book and I'm, I need to read it. So I'll put something in the blog or maybe do another post later after I read the book. The book is, I believe, called Judgment Detox. But in this episode of Judgment Detox, let's look at these three principles here. The first is when we judge others, we are judging ourselves. The second is that our need to be right And our insecurity is the reason we are judging the way others are approaching a situation. In other words, it's our blankie and our pacifier. We so badly want to be right and make sure that we're doing it right, it meaning life, that we're going to judge others because one, it keeps the focus off of us, but two, it confirms, affirms to us that we're doing it right. Because if they're doing it wrong, that means we're doing it right. The third is, I love this one. I'm just going to call it, if you were me. And then I'll explain in a minute. So let's look at the first. Judging ourselves. I know you've heard it before. But do you reject that or do you accept that? You get to accept it or reject it. Up to you. I accept this. I believe this is true. You might say, that's not true. I'm judging that person for being a total jerk. And I've never done anything like that. I would never treat someone the way they are. I'm, I'm judging them because they should be judged. Okay, but the reason you are judging them is because you're not willing to see them the way God sees them. Their actions are not okay. Their actions are unkind. But that person as a person, why are you judging that person? You have no idea what the story is there. 
One, you may not even be certain that what you heard or what you saw is actually what occurred. And number two, there are always three sides to every story, his, theirs, and the truth. But when you judge that person, there's something about him or her that you either don't see in yourself. It's like a shadow part of yourself. You don't even notice that you're that way and that's why it's triggering you. Or it's something you're aware of that you don't like about yourself and you don't talk about it. Or perhaps you're judging her because there's something about her that you wish you had. It's jealousy. So when you and I are judging other people, let's just say when when women are judging other women, we really need to stop and say, okay, she is my mirror. You heard Kayla Craft say, and also you heard, you will hear in the next episode, Tracy O'Malley say, what you spot you got, or when you spot it, you got it. When you and I are judging other women, we really just need to say to ourselves, okay, she's clearly a mirror. What is it that I am supposed to learn here? Why am I judging her? What is it about me that is being triggered? Because it's about me. It actually has nothing to do with her. She's just flipping a switch in me unknowingly. All right, number two, this insecure need to be right. If we judge others and make them wrong, then that means that we must be right, right? It's an avoidance technique, so we don't have to really look at ourselves. We don't have to challenge ourselves, but it's also very comforting, pacify your blankie. It feels really, really good. It's like sucking your thumb. It just feels good. So if I am judging Patricia and I'm making her wrong, I can justify it all day long and tell you why I'm doing it. But the truth is, it's really fulfilling a need in me. It's making me feel good about myself. It's not just avoiding myself and my own issues, but it's making me feel better about myself. Because if she's not getting it right, I'm probably doing okay. The more you and I become ourselves and truly really become ourself, our true self, and we celebrate her and we step into life with her confidently, we will feel no need to judge anybody. We just won't. We will be so confident in ourselves that we actually just celebrate other people. Or we look at other people and say, you know what? I don't really get it. But we just leave it at that. I find myself, I just turned 49. I still have so many flaws and so many hangups and so much to work on. Please hear that clearly. And when it comes to this, I feel like I'm, I'm really, really, really come to a good place always growing and evolving, but man, I just don't find myself judging other people like I used to. And I know it's because I've never been more confident in my own skin in my life. I've never been more connected to me, to who I really am, and I've never loved myself like I do now. Number three, if you were me, if you were me, you would do the same thing. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I would never vote for that person. You would. Nope, wouldn't do it. You would, because you would be me. Huh? Yeah, you would. You would be me. I would never do that. Yes, you would if you were me. I would never walk up to someone and say what you just said and act the way you did and punch them in the face and nope, I would never do that. You would if you were me with my background, with my history, my childhood, my stories, my traumas, my lens, my filter, my experiences. My surroundings, my relationships, my culture, my upbringing, you would. 
you would absolutely do it exactly the way I've done it. Now, this is a great way to let go of judging your parents. The childhood I had was so far from ideal. I could tell you three stories right now and start crying and you would probably cry with me. It was not good. It's not just about forgiveness. How is it that I've moved forward with my parents and I have such a great relationship with them? How? Because I learned that if I were them, I would have done it the exact same way because I would have been them. Now, this is this is huge. You know, when you're looking at conversations on Facebook about politics, about vaccines, about COVID, about this or that, remember, you would feel the same way that they feel and you would believe what they believe if you were them because you would be them. Now, it's hard to picture that, right? Like, I can't imagine actually me believing that. I get it. It, it just, it's too hard to even grasp, right? Because we're us. But if we just stop for a minute and realize, wait a minute, I wouldn't be me. I'd be, I'd be her. Oh, okay. So as you and I are walking around and walking on this earth, loving other people, taking care of other people, inspiring other people, serving other people, we are also many times judging other people. And when we are doing that, it's an opportunity for huge lessons. As we're pointing that finger outward, you've heard the saying, there are three fingers pointing back at yourself. Let's look at that for a minute. That can feel judgy. Ew, I don't want that. Remember, when those fingers are pointing back at you, they're just welcoming you. They're not pointing at you. They're just suggesting that you look at yourself. When you judge me, it's an invitation for you to go inward and say, okay, what is it about her? Why is she triggering me? Why is that person causing me to go into judgment? Why am I so hung up on the way they live, the way they parent, the way they vote, the way they look, the way they believe and worship the way they show up in social media. Why does it bother me? Does it bother me because I'm trying to take the focus off of myself? Probably. Does it bother me because I'm forgetting that I would do the exact same thing if I were them? Yes. Does it bother me because there's something about me that I'm not willing to look at or confront? 100%. I hope and pray that in this collective, in this community we are creating, that we don't judge others for judging, that we realize that we absolutely will find moments where we are in judgment, and that we also have freedom there to make a different choice, to replace that fear with love, because it all comes from fear. I'm not afraid. Yes, you are. So am I. Our fears, most which are subconscious, are simply coming out in the form of, I can't believe she. I don't like that she. You shouldn't believe X, Y, Z. It's wrong to be you. So as we let go of that and we start looking at ourselves, here's the icing on the cake. You won't even have time to judge anybody. You will be so busy looking at yourself and digging in. I mean, it's like a major excavation to find the real you in there, right? And to find where those triggers come from. When you and I do that, 
it's like drinking a bunch of water and not having time for gossip because you're in the bathroom peeing all the time, (laughs) right, at work. So when we do this journey inward, you not only won't want to judge others, you won't feel inclined to judge others. You'll be asking yourself these questions and looking inward, but you'll be so preoccupied by what you find because it will be fascinating that you will enjoy that far more than that brief hit that you got from pointing the finger at Sally. I promise. Thank you so much for joining me on BU. I know there was something in this episode you were meant to hear. So let me know in a DM on Instagram at JillHermanBU. Be sure to subscribe to the BU podcast. And if you have iTunes, I would so appreciate you rating the podcast and leaving a comment with your biggest aha or takeaway. Sharing a screenshot of this episode on your story is the best way for us to reach women just like you. And if you send a link to a friend, let her know what unique quality she has that the world needs more of. If this is your first visit, welcome to our BU Collective, where we get honest about what it takes to find our true self so we can set her free and start living.